A recent poll by Gallup shows that 85% of workers worldwide hate their jobs and they especially hate their bosses. With the average person spending 90,000 hours at work over their lifetime, there's no wonder depression and anxiety are at an all-time high. I've managed to successfully run away from corporate America and all of the stressors that came along with it. I now get to work my dream job, or shall I say dream jobs, and live my dream life of being a world traveler. Now, I'm the most unlikely person to have ever pulled this off, and it has been one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. But through it all, it was worth it. One thing I've learned throughout my entrepreneurial journey is that things are not always as they seem, hence the birth of this podcast, Dream Job, Dream Life Podcast. Here, I speak with self-made entrepreneurs about the making of the dream, the risks they take, the sacrifices that they make, the close call stories, the things that you probably won't see on anyone's Instagram live feed. I'm your host, Tally Love. Let's talk about it. Hey, hello, dreamers, and welcome back to the Dream Job, Dream Life podcast. I hope that all is going well for you as you are tuning in. Today, I am talking to Paula Boroska out of Long Island, New York. Hello, Paula. Hey, how are you? I am excellent. Thank you so much for coming. We are happy to hear your story today. Really excited. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This is going to be really fun. Yeah, I think so. So you um, identify as a web designer. So would you say that you're also a solopreneur? You you freelance and work completely on your own? Basically, yeah. Um, You know, you can team up and you can refer to other people. And I did hire a VA to proof my stuff because I I don't know if I'm dyslexic or what. I just cannot type to save my life. But um, yeah, basically, I, I do it all. Perfect. So you create web, you create websites for business owners, but I read somewhere that you particularly like to pick up on a business or site that's already, um, already out there and established and then kind of talk to the audience about exactly what you do and how you do it. Of course. Um, So basically I prefer working with businesses that are, uh, yeah, like you said, established, have been going on for a little while. Um, because that's just the type of person I like working with instead of, you know, someone who's unsure, you know, people who don't even, they want to start a business versus, um, you know, they don't even know what kind of business to start with. That's just not my ball game. You know, they have a lot to figure out and, uh, that's, they, they need a business coach, not a website. How about oh that? my God. I love that you said that. Like I, I was trying not to interrupt. <laughs> Yeah. And you said it. I'm sorry. I had to I had to stop you and go, I have discovered that so much that people will come to me for services. It may be copywriting and, and I do a, a lot of those things too. I run a full service business development company and I'm always right. like, you need a coach. Oh my gosh. Yep. 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 And you know, that's completely fine. And I will still take phone calls with people who um because I offer like a 30 minute discovery uh, strategy session. And um like, I will still talk to them, but just at the end of the call, I'll be like, listen, I'm not the best person for you. This is what you should look into. Because, um, you know, this is the right thing to do. But um, to answer your question a little bit more fully, basically what I do is um, I team up with female entrepreneurs and uh, I work with them on two things. 
The first thing is their branding. So over time, um, you know, especially if you didn't put too much work into it, uh, you know, your brand will evolve. That's just a natural thing for it to do, right? Um, so what we do is we kind of take, take a step back and we figure out your foundation once again. Whether it changes a lot or a little, that, that's completely fine. But having that solid foundation will give us direction on the website strategy. So in hmm, 2016, two years ago, I was working in New York City at a startup and I decided I was actually going to quit to travel uh, the world for about six months. I had a few bucket item lists like going to Sri Lanka, um, going to the Sahara Desert and things like that that I just I, I couldn't wait to do. So I bought a ticket maybe in like May. <clears throat> Sorry. And uh, I was leaving the country in October. But July 4th, they did layoffs and I was one of those people. Mm -hmm. And the timing was kind of like bittersweet because that was the point where I paid off all of my credit cards up to that point. And uh, what I was going to do for the next three months is just save everything that I made and live as frugally as possible to use that money for my uh, basically, you know, big time trip, right? And because I got let go, I had absolutely no money. I was at perfect zero and uh, I, I had to do something, right? I wasn't going to cancel, like absolutely not. I needed to go on that trip. So I needed to make maybe about $10,000 to make it a little bit more comfortable. And I did. I started freelancing and it was tough because um, I've never done it to that extent that I needed to rely on it. I've had freelance projects in the past, but they were just here and there random things that I picked up because I thought there was a fun project. Never to the point that like I need to rely on this to, you know, to pay my bills, to feed myself, especially when I'm in a foreign country. Um, so th that kind of works out. But I decided to at the end of my six months to keep on going. So I extended my trip another six months. Um, and once again, I, I found the money. I made it work. Perfect. Then I decided that my traveling was going to be over, that I'm going to like settle down and take freelancing seriously because I did not want to work for a company again. Um, it's just not something that suited me. I require, you know, I, I'm very stubborn. And I want to live my life the way I want it to, especially because I already, you know, I got to quit my job and, well, sort of, <laughs> sort of, mm -hmm. um, I, I already, you know, I, I left the corporate world. How about that? That's a little bit more appropriate. And, uh, and I went out and I traveled and I did it and it felt amazing. And I, and I freelanced and it was good and it was great. And then I sat down and decided to take it seriously and full time and nothing gave absolutely nothing i started maybe in september last year around that time like september october november ish um nothing until this may so last month nothing whoa whoa so wait you, bad so from september into this month no clients no clients wow oh boy and you were still traveling what was the living situation exactly so when I started, I was in Philippines. So one of the reasons I did extend my trip the first time around was uh, because I met a boy. Mm -hmm. So you obviously have to go back, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so we ended up taking things a little bit seriously. And uh, he's from the Philippines. We met there. And um, so I decided, you know, like, 
the Philippines are fairly cheap. I don't have to go back home yet. Um, why don't I just try doing it there? So that was, you know, September, October. And by January, I was flat out broke. I don't know. I even started using my credit cards on, on like bigger purchases too. Mm. Uh, it got bad. So in January, I decided I was like, screw this. I, I can't keep, I, I can't even afford Philippines. And, you know, I wasn't living in lavish, you know, places. I was living in bamboo huts mm. um, where the cost of living for me was maybe like $400 a month in total. Um, like I couldn't afford that. So I came back and I stayed with our parents. A few, along with not getting clients, a um, few other personal matters that did occur around the same time that just kept stretching out. And that made me fall into kind of a depressive state. Okay. I never actually, uh, I, I went and saw a counselor for about a month around right after I came back. So like early February, but I never went to like a psychologist or, or anything like that. So I can't say that I did have a depression, but I was crying just about every day. So I think we can call it that. Um, it was kind of tough because um, one thing that, that affects me are student loans. And they're pretty big. They're fifteen hundred about a month. Um, yay art school, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not like I could just minimize my bills, like not go out every day to get food and cook at home. If I could just, you know, live in a cheaper, smaller bamboo hut or something like that, you know, or just like maybe work a part time job in the Philippines or something like that, because where we were, it was pretty touristy. So. Um, that wasn't even an option because if I get a job in the Philippines, even if I go work at 7-Eleven here, that does not cover my bills. Mm -hmm. um, and the, the toughest part of it was the biggest, biggest bill was my dad's name. And uh, so I could just, you know, give up and have the creditors come after me. But if I also give up and the credit creditors start coming, they're going to come after my family. And that's not okay. And that was so much pressure. Oh my God. That was like the thing that bothered me the most. And like, and I would work through it. It was like, okay, well I can pick up a quick gig over here. I can pick up a quick gig over there. What I ended up doing is um, I started this in college. I would write blog posts about what I do mm -hmm. for, for publications in my domain, in my industry. And that pays depending, not that bad, actually, depending on, on, on the it varies from, from blog to blog, but it could be as little as 75 bucks, but also as much as $250. So, you know, if I scored four of those 250, then, then that's a thousand dollars. And, uh, you know, a thousand dollars, it's nothing. But to me, that was like, oh my God, so much money. Cause I wasn't making any for, for almost nine months. And, uh, what I decided to do is um, I was I was on Facebook and there was an ad and it came up. Um, I was kind of like on a webinar streak where I was like watching webinars all day mm -hmm. <laughs> about mm -hmm. all sorts of things, you know, like just give me an idea. Like I felt like I was missing something. Mm -hmm. Like I knew what I needed to do. I knew that I needed to do A, B, C, and D because it is the exact same thing I tell my clients. Like I, I, I knew the secrets, but I felt like I was missing just like something. Okay. Um, I ended up signing up for this webinar from a business coach that was about what was it? I think it was something about how to skyrocket, you know, client leads or something like that, right? 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's watch it. And um, I watched it, and then one of the first um, first things she said is like, "You need to commit to doing what you need to do," um, which was true, and I and I'm 100% for it. But for me, it was so hard to get out of bed sometimes. Um, I also have trouble sleeping. Like I, like it's a weird thing with me in sleep. Like I will I will have a hard time falling asleep, and then once I'm asleep, I'll have a hard time waking up. So I, I don't know what that's about, but that was like very, very rampant um, in the beginning of the year um, where I could sleep 12 hours, no problem. Like not even wake up to go to the bathroom, nothing. Just I'll go to sleep at like two in the morning and then I'll wake up at three and I'll be like, oh, okay, it's just 3 p.m. So that's cool. Um, and that would make me feel bad because then I would lose half a day. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of like my, my clock started to shift where I would go to bed at like six or five in the morning and I would wake up at 1 PM or, you know, sometimes I would sleep through it and my mom would come home and wake me up and be like, you're still sleeping. Like what is wrong with you? And it's like, you know, I'm not doing this on purpose. Like I'm trying, I'm trying every day to do something little by little to, to make my business work. Um, because it was just piling on and piling on, you know, I, I have bills coming up next month. Um, even though, um, Thankfully, thank God I had uh, the government loans. We didn't refinance to private loans. So that allowed for deferment, meaning that I don't have to pay for three or four months, even though interest does occur. Um, So that helped. So we did that. Um, So no, I don't have those bills today. But I know at the end of May, that will start coming up again. And, you know, it's January, February, March, mid-April, nothing. And um, uh, so, so that was just a lot. Were you lot doing of- anything at this time to pursue clients in, in hindsight? Of course. Okay. Of course. So I was trying anything I could. Um, but as I was, sorry, I just went off on a total rant. So I saw the webinar, right? Mm-hmm. And that, you know, you have to do, you have to commit to doing it. And yes, I was trying, but I know I could have tried harder. Like I, I gave in to myself a lot. Um, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm a little bit tired. Let me watch a Netflix episode. And then of course, episodes are the whole season, right? We've all been there. Um, so I'm like, yes. And then she goes off and like lists other things. And the one thing at the end she says is that you cannot do it alone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I see where you're going with this lady. I see where you're going with this. But I was like, you're right. Ultimately, you're right. So I ended up getting on a call with her and I did not have the money. It cost me $3,000 to sign up with her for a three-month program. But I'm like, I have no choice. Um, you know, whether it's her or someone else that does it for $1,000, like I need help. Um, I need help being pushed. I need help being guided. And like I was trying to do various things like I was cold pitching companies. I was um, responding on job boards. I was reaching out to past clients. I was trying. It's not that I was, you know, sitting on my ass hoping that something would happen. Um, I, I, I was on the computer most of the day, um, you know, when I was awake at least. And uh, I was pushing. I was updating my website. I was making sure that the copy was good, that it was, you know, clear what, who I am, what I do, what I can offer, things like that. Um, I was playing around with with different different styles. Sometimes I had my prices on there. Sometimes I didn't. Sometimes, um, you know, uh, and, and it wasn't all fruitless. 
like I did get a couple responses from my past clients. Um, I had a couple responses from cold pitching actually, which was surprising, but none of them went anywhere. Even the after the coaching. The coaching was a completely different story. The coaching, what that did is it changed my mindset. Okay. That was the thing that I was missing. That was the thing I didn't see because I was just in a, such a dark place yeah. where I didn't really like, yes, I knew there was light out there at the end of the tunnel, but it just realizing that, that was possible for me. That's, that's what helped me. And I stopped with the cold pitching. I stopped with all of that. I was like, yeah, that's just, it's useful and it has its place. Um, and, and a friend of mine, she right now is struggling with work a little bit. She's trying to do cold pitching and that's actually working very well for her. But for me, that was just a waste of time. So okay. trial and error, I'm doing other things. Um, what that three month coaching session, uh, what it did to me, one of the first things she teaches is mindset. And you have to figure out, you know, why are you doing this? Why are you? trying to make your own business work well for me it's because it is kind of like a means to an end like i i have a certain excuse me a certain lifestyle that i would like to live which does include traveling yes um but it also you know um i like i mentioned in the beginning i cannot just me working for other people that just it's not a good fit i'm very stubborn i'm very controlling and you know you can't be that when you're an employee so working with other people in the past, especially other solopreneurs, especially other single female owned businesses, they do this for the same reason I do it. You know, they have a dream. They want to support their families. They also want to travel. They just don't want to wake up at eight in the morning. You know, whatever your reason, big or small, um, you know, you're trying to make it work. And I've worked with these kind of women. And it's just, it's amazing to help them. Um, in my work as a web designer, it helps me help other people, meaning the business owners, but it also helps me help their customers or clients. So it's kind of like, you know, making sure that their, that my customers, my clients, rather, um, their little world, whatever their mission is, whatever their purpose is, I can help them kind of put a speakerphone to them basically by by making sure that their branding and their website is on point and represents them well and gets gets them those monthly goals because i i've been there you know when i first started i had just freelance projects falling onto my lap and um that was honestly pure luck i don't know how that happened it just happened mm. But you can't rely on that. I had no system in place. I had no, you know, I, I had no network. I had nothing. I had no pipelines. That's why I didn't get work for nine months. Um, and over, you know, over the last few months, I've been, I've been working exactly on that, getting, you know, setting up the whole plumbing system and everything, right? Um, yeah. And it starts with your why. It starts on the inside. When I started journaling daily for um, at least an hour, which seems like a lot, but you know, I was sitting at home all day, every day, I'm doing nothing. So I, I had plenty of time and I felt like I didn't. Um, I sat down and I journaled every day. Not, you know, what's happening, not like a diary, but like, what is on my mind? Um, so on my mind right now, I'm thinking that, uh, you know, I have bills coming up next month um, and I don't know how I'm going to pay it all. I have about, you know, say half of it. What am I going to do, do, do that? What am I going to do with the other half? And just like write it out. 
And I do it on pen and paper because for whatever reason, it helps me think through my thoughts a lot better than if it was digital. And I've been doing this for about a month and a half. And since I started journaling and since I started my coaching um, session, I've signed multiple contracts and one of them is for $12,000. Wow. Wow. So well, let me, let, let me, I need to go back. I want to definitely. Sure, that's, that's of course. I know. Point. Just like all over the place. But, but you're, you're, you're down and out. You're broke. You're back with parents, all of this stuff. And then this $3,000 coaching option comes up. How did you pay for it? First of all, credit cards. Credit cards. And credit can, cards. You, can you talk about how that even felt as far as making that purchase? Because I know that people struggle with conflict there. So, um, basically I was actually thinking about hiring a coach at that point. Anyway, it's not like, you know, she just fell into my lap and I was like, Oh, look at that. No, no, no. Um, you know, I, I started Googling this and I started looking up, like I'm, I'm in a bunch of Facebook groups for women supporting each other. So I, I asked him, I was like, you know, how much is roughly a coaching session? Do you have packages and things like that? And most of them were actually not that expensive. So, um, the average price was maybe like $200 uh for a session so if you do that once a week so that's about 800 bucks um a month it's actually not that bad um and then i think i guess one of the reasons that i i got the ad on facebook was because you know i was looking up coaching sessions and things like that mm -hmm. and um i was considering like just doing a trial with this one woman i think she had like a package of like three months or something like that um you know one free session and things like that and um, I ended up watching the webinar and I was like, why don't I just go with her? Um, because through the webinar, you know, I got to know her a little bit better about her philosophy and things like that. And uh, I felt like it was up my alley. And the price was a little bit much because it was a group session. It wasn't a private one-on-one -on -one session where we would have calls every week. Uh, we would have calls every week with the group, which was about um, seven women, in including the coach and everything. So. Um, and one private call once a month. Um, so for that, and the fact that, you know, it was a, kind of like a self-paced course within those three months, I felt it was expensive for the 3000 But I was like, you know what? Even if this doesn't pay for myself, I'm already like seven or $8,000 in credit cards at. What's another three, to be honest? Wow. Uh, I, I just took it. It was a leap of faith. Like I, I had a, a private phone call with her. It was like a, a free phone call. She, she basically determines if you're fit for her program. And I basically determined whether or not I like her. Uh, she gave me a few ideas. She gave me a few pointers. I'm like, you know what? I feel like she knows what she's talking about. Um, obviously she, she, she's, she's a business coach. She knows this stuff. I'm suffering. I'm in a bad place. I cannot see the big picture. I cannot see anything to be honest. Um, time was going by very very slowly um i would you know the few free the few writing gigs that i had which may be like five anywhere between five and a thousand dollars a month i would always like postpone it to the last minute and i would not then i would not finish it and then i would you know postpone it to the last minute next month so i was just like basically like shooting myself in the foot um it was bad like it was hard for me to get going it's hard for me to realize what i was doing wrong and the thing that she made me realize that I was doing wrong was the mindset. So in the end, the $3,000 was completely worth it. Um, but it was worth it, I think, because I found a, a person that aligned with me um, as far as, you know, her services were right for me. How about that? Wow. And so 
okay, she talked about mindset, but for somebody that's thinking, oh my gosh, I could not make that kind of financial investment. I can't see where it's worth it. What exactly, give me some very tangible things that you did to get to that $12,000 contract. Sure. Yeah. So basically, um, you know, I understand. I, at this point in my business, what I'm in, in my mental state, I'm all, all about, you know, being proactive and like reaching out, being on podcasts like your own, um, guest posting with people, things like that, being part of groups and collaboration, things like that. Um, so what I wanted to do is I wanted to hire a kind of like PR help mm-hmm. um, or at least look into it because, you know, you, you got to spend money to make money. That Unfortunately, mm-hmm. that is true. And when you're in a very, very tough place, especially when you don't have money, um, you know, it's hard to justify it. Yes. And um, there was um, a woman who actually went through the same coach's program a couple of years back. She has a PR company and she has, again, uh, like a one hour free session. So I was like, um, you know, can we do that? Like, I, I just would love, you know, your opinion on what I should do next or how to approach it best. Um, and she ended up sending me um, the invitation with, for, for the call as well as an invitation to her program, which was $8,000. And I'm like, no way in hell. Like, absolutely not. Like, no. Like, I... <laughs> I'm not saying that it's not valuable yeah. because, you know, it is PR. It is getting your name out there. And she has some very, very high promises in her program. And I'm like, that's great. But not for that much money. <laughs> not right now. Um, so what I would do is I would figure out, you know, what is your problem? Like, take a piece of paper and a pen. Sit down. And what is in your mind? Just write it out for whether it's five minutes or, or you know, you have just a lot going on and it will take you two hours. Sacrifice it. Just do it. Get to as much as you can, as best as you can. Get figure out what's your problem um, within yourself, because a lot of business problems I've noticed with myself, with other people in the in the group, as well as now people reaching out to me. You know, oftentimes the issue is self sabotage, but we all do it in different ways. Mm. Um, you know, for instance, a lot of people struggle with money. A lot of people don't have the guts to say, I make a website for $5,000. Like uh, my friend, um, the one that is successful with cold pitching, she has a problem saying that. I don't. Um, that's one thing I lucked out of. I do not mind talking money. I don't mind telling um, you know, a man that wants to hire me for a contract that it is going to be at least $10,000. Okay. Um, know, And... Uh, having a straight face and being confident that is not my problem thank god but a lot of people for instance you know they are intimidated by money especially women mm. uh, so what they will do is they will say a price that they think you know will please people uh, instead of a price that is their value mm-hmm. so it's not just you know having a tough time it's like you're shooting yourself in the foot because you're not charging what you should be charging uh, and therefore, your business isn't growing. Therefore, your business is stagnant in you know your 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 monthly revenue. Therefore, you're not making the money you should be making. Um, and you know you're, you you do have trouble paying your bills. Like yes, you have clients coming in. You, yes, you have recurring clients coming in, but you're still at that low price point, right? So whatever it is, whether it's whether you're you you know you're in the mental kind of like blockage place because of your depression too, like I was, whether you know it's money or something else, whatever it is, write it down, figure it out um, as best as you can. 
if you can spend an hour or two um, with an actual business coach, you know, just pay them, just suck it up and pay the $200, $300 um, for that one-time experience um, to figure out what is, what is blocking you, mm. do it do it wherever you are find the money and do it because those two or three hundred dollars that will let you figure out on what you need to work on and once you work on it you will skyrocket i promise i've seen it i'm doing it i love this not only do i find that you will skyrocket i find that you end up saving money sometimes right exactly because what happens is you try to fix it and you try to do it and you try to do it the cheap way and you go around in circles and you waste time and you waste money it's like buying a cheap product sometimes you need quality products that are going to last because you think you're saving by buying cheap over and over and over and over again when you just buy that one good quality thing i love that and so now it feels good to be like this entrepreneurial boss that's connecting with clients (laughs) that see your worth and you're getting to Talk about the dream and how it feels now that you actually this week I'm taking time half of the week off from working on client work to work on my own stuff and my own business. Um, and last night I was planning, for instance, my three month content calendar. What am I going to post on my blog? When and things like that in my own Facebook group on Instagram, all that jazz. And um, it was great because you know I just started my social media things. Like I have maybe. I don't know, 30 people in my Facebook group, but it just feels so amazing because every time I post something, someone writes a comment and they're like, well, what do you think about this? And what do you think about that? So I get to interact with these people and get to know my own little community, my own tribe, just a little bit better. And then she may not be my target audience because she, you know, she might need guidance and um, figure out, you know, how to start her own business. And that's fine. Um, at least, you know, she may know a person that is already in business, you know, that she could refer me to. And I don't mind helping people. It's just, you know, it feels so good to be kind of like positive. Tell us. So I think that the services you provide are probably some of those services. And it goes back to what we've been talking about. Somebody needs to take the plunge. Somebody needs to go ahead and invest the money to make their website better, to put strategies in place. And with you having gone through that, what better person would they need to lean on than someone like you? How does a person contact you and work with you? And what what kind of results can they expect? First of all, what kind of results can they expect working with you? And then how can they work with you? Let's <laughs> sure. All right. Let's do this backwards. So basically, I make sure that we align with your business goals. So if you want to get your first, I don't know, thousand email subscribers, then we will try to get you that. The timeline will differ depending on, uh, you know, individual clients. You know, if you have the time today to go out and do different strategies that will attract those people, uh, because that is a lot more work on the, on, on my clients than it is just a website. You know, my job with the website is to make sure that it converts that what, but your job is to make sure that you get the people coming in in the first place, right? So I will advise you and I would tell you like, okay, you know, you've never, you've never tried Pinterest, but a lot of your target audiences in Pinterest, go figure it out. Like go give it a try, spend like a day learning. And then, you know, I can advise you on like, you know, best, best stuff to, 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 to throw on in, uh, Pinterest and how do we bring them back to your website? And once they're on your website, how do we get them to sign up for those emails? Right? So if that is your goal, we will figure out a timeline. And we will get you there and we will figure out how to help you grow. Month is the most important part. 
Um, one thing that I've noticed a lot of businesses, they don't realize that, you know, a lot of people, for instance, they have a goal of making $5,000 a month and then they will hit it. And it's been six months. And it's like, why haven't you grown to seven or 10,000 by now? Mm-hmm. You, know? you have to challenge yourself. Like it's good to, to kind of like get the flow going, like get the 5,000 for a few months, um, in a row so that you know that you're capable of replicating that stuff. And then, you know, once, once you're satisfied, push it again. What are you going to do? You're not going to go down to 4,000 because you already know how to make 5,000. You're only going to get more, right? Mm-hmm. I can't answer concretely that, you know, we will get you 20% more always of sales or something like that because uh, people come to me with different problems. I don't only, you know, specialize in, in sales or email signups or whatever. Um, it's kind of just, um, I prefer working with a certain type of client and whatever their problem is, I'll help them. Whatever your goal is, we'll figure out a timeline and we'll figure out a strategy on how to get that achieved for you. And at the same time, basically, because of the way I think and of the way of the different things I talk about, your mindset will kind of realign to that and you will start learning how to push those goals, how to, you know, go further. Perfect. Perfect. And they can reach you where? Um, so you can reach me best on my website. It's my firstandlastname.com. So P-A-U-L-A-B-O-R-O-W-S-K-A.com. Paula Braska, or however you say it in English because I'm actually not American. Um, but uh, yeah, just go on my website, take a look, see if, if you know, the problems I describe and the dreams that I describe on that website are something that aligns to you. And just, you can schedule a free 30, uh, not 30, 60 minute phone call through my website and then we'll have a chat. All right. Well, thank you so much, Paula. I'm definitely going to be in touch with you. You're definitely somebody that I would love to work with and collab with in the future. And so, yeah, this is not goodbye, but definitely uh, we will be in touch. Awesome. Well, thank you again for having me. All righty. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Dream Job, Dream Life podcast with me, Tally Love, creator of Pretty Brown Nomad, a travel and lifestyle blog. If you would like to share a story about your own personal journey towards living the life of your dreams, be sure to head over to prettybrownnomad.com and reach out to me there. Thank you for listening. And remember, there's very little time for sleep when you are truly in pursuit of a dream.